0: Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the show. Happy Friday. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am Ashley Nicole Moss, and I have Brandon Marshall, who tried to do what I do, and that is coming to the studio last minute, but he can't do it quite as well as I can. I also have Omar Kelly in the building, and listen, we have so much to get into tonight. Um, the Tennessee Titans are our featured team on Countdown to Kickoff. Dak Prescott, my Dak Prescott, QB1, has a message for those who doubt him and those Dallas Cowboys. Brandon, what do you
0: say? What do you say?
1: We'll, we'll find out. Brandon's BFF, Russell Wilson, what? speaks after signing his new deal. Don't deny it. Listen, It's, Shaq, not, it's
0: not my BFF.
1: It's his BFF.
0: It's my man crush.
1: Oh, OK, that's even better. Um, <laughs> on,
2: it's not, y- y'all communicate. Y'all talk all the time. So don't uh, don't say it's a crush. It's a BFF. It's a bromance. Bro- it's, it's, a bro-man. a it's a bromance.
1: Hmm. It's a bromance. <laughs> and um, Russell Wilson speaks. Oh, we did that already. Look, he's distracting me. Listen, Shaq <laughs> is the latest NBA vet to lay into Kevin Durant. Of course, you know how much he loves KD and, and giving him a hard time. And um, we're going to go ahead and preview Monday's I Am Athlete podcast. And of course, it's going to be with Stephen A. Smith. Is that right? Yes. Wow. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of smoke for my New York Knicks, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Call them trash.
1: Listen, but first and foremost, breaking news. Today's big news. The college football playoff is finally expanding to 12 teams, but in 2026. So (laughs) Yeah, that's, the, that's, <laughs> how you. Oh,
2: wow. that's how they get you. That's yeah, they so, you. They, they got to sell the rights to know, it. Come that's on. How they they got to get billions of dollars from this. Yeah, this Take some time. The oh, college, that's what it is. The College Football Playoffs
1: money. Board of Managers unanimously voted Friday today to expand the CFP to 12 teams in 2026, but it's encouraging the sports commissioners to try and implement it as soon as 2024. The board's 11 presidents and chancellors approved the original. 12 team model which includes the six highest ranked conference champions and six at large teams the board announced on friday now this is something that fans have been asking for for a while Mm. so omar i'll start with you how how are you feeling about you know the 12 team playoff is it good is it bad are you indifferent it's
2: Good. It's a stepping stone. I thought they'd go to eight next, but I'm glad they went to 12. The, the, the true format in my mind should be 16, but we're taking baby steps here. If the lower level, the what once was the one double a college football can get a playoff. Why can't the big level of college football? Mm-hmm. It all comes down to money. And ultimately, I think the more, the better in the playoff systems. We have these fake bowl systems. Why? Why are they necessary outside of money? These bowl games, I mean, yes, a playoff, okay. system, a playoff system is going to water down the bowl system. Right. But come on, we well, let's not pretend like the bowl system isn't already watered down as is. And everything must evolve. Back in the day, didn't we take cabs? Now we have Uber. What what happened to cabs? But, it, it, you know, 20, I mean, not 20, but back in the 1960s, there were ice delivery men before there were refrigerators. Everything must evolve. And that includes college football.
0: Hmm.
1: Mm. Absolutely. I agree. Listen, it's it's definitely gonna be interesting. I think that it's gonna make it even more fun to watch. I think we're also going to get a nice mix of teams that are going to be in the mix every single year. Obviously, you'll have your top dogs. You? You'll have your top dogs. Uh, I f- listen, you'll have your top dogs, the same faces, the same teams. Mm-hmm. Bama. They're
2: gonna let a Cincinnati a
0: UConn in wow, everyone. Yeah, sh- But I'm glad that you said that because when I'm looking at this. It's hard for me to talk about college football because I went to the University of Central Florida before it was UCF today. Like, yes, we, we were the is Golden it, Knights. Is
1: it drastically better
0: than it was? It is. <laughs> Stop it was <Stop laughs> Just it. saying. I'm we, just we, it, but it is though because like we were like a, we were breaking into. We never mm-hmm. even went to a bowl game, right? So we were UCF Golden Knights. Now it's UCF Knights, right? That's first. We won a national championship as well. Come on. And, and, and if this was in place, maybe would've, you would have had a chance. It would No, it had been real. But no, I'm saying like we, Come had, on, y'all, we, we had, had the, had the best. Play. Y- y'all would have had play for it. But anyways, Omar, you talked about Cincinnati. You brought it up. And and it, and I, the reason why I say it's hard, because I didn't go to a power five. So I don't I don't I don't I, don't, I feel like i would never had that college football experience that we talk about on all these major networks, these outlets, whether it's Sirius XM or if it's an ESPN, um, because it was just different. Like, we were grinding. We were trying to figure it out. Like, we didn't have, you know, the type of, uh, uh, you know, stipends that they had. Like, we were hustling. We had jobs in the offseason, right? But the UCFs of the world, the Cincinnati that you mentioned, the BYUs, these teams that have these – you know four or five year runs or this one special year. Absolutely. It, this 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 is this is the people these mid majors that's really going to benefit the most from it. Um so I, I love it because it gives you know these other schools opportunities to really participate and participate at a high level. The landscape of college football is changing. You still have the Alabamas of the world, even Clemson's, you know, that, that still have this stronghold on football, but man. You you look at uh, the University of Florida. You look at Florida State. You look at the University of Miami. We can stay right in the state. Yeah, we can stay right in this state. Oh, like it ain't the same. Absolutely. Right when we was coming up, when mm -hmm. we was coming up, Florida State, Florida, UM. Please, uh, kids, would would sell their souls to go there. Now they like, please, I'll go to UCF. I'll go to Cincinnati. Absolutely. I I
2: covered I covered Florida State and I covered University of Miami as a beat, both when they were at their
0: height of the power structure.
1: Damn, how old are you?
0: <laughs> I am, girl. Yeah, and
1: actually,
0: I tried to be nice. I was like, when we was coming up, but really, you know, his, he's the generation before. Yeah. Listen,
1: he's talking about the '80s. You, that's 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 a no.
2: Long. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the 2000s. You, so, oh, oh to, not the '80s. That's you. a little yeah.
1: bit more. Okay, I can get you, you that. Then. You, you
2: might have been born then. Uh, yeah,
1: no. in the 2000s. God, I would hope so. Um,
2: <laughs> but listen, and those programs. The, the era of college football has changed drastically. Now you don't need to go to those major programs be, to, to get to the NFL, whereas you used to have to sign there right, as, a, yeah. as a recruit, wait your three years, finally get on the field, and the development that you had in those three years, okay, would make you a better prospect. Now you could go to Buffalo right away, mm-hmm. start, and, and and play three seasons and get to the NFL. Right. And, and be drafted in the first round. Right. Those things, you know, that's the reality of what college then, football is.
0: And then don't forget about HBCU. Look what Dion Sanders have, have done uh, over the last two years with Jackson State. Right. So they got kids saying, you know what, I'll go there and play as well. Just to piggyback but off of the high, high level recruits. Doing there you it. go. There you well, go.
1: do you, either of you buy into the narrative or the argument, rather, that was presented to By people who are not in favor of expanding the playoff system within college football, that adding more teams dilutes the significance of what it means to go ahead and enter playoffs.
0: Well, let me can I go for jump real quick and I'll be quick here. It goes all it goes to what you said earlier. It's like you have to evolve.
1: Mm -hmm. You know
0: what I mean. So there's always going to be people that's like, ah, we love. We love things the way they used to be, or we want to keep them exactly like this. There's always
1: a back in my day. Yeah, yeah
0: right. But like the, the, the reality is, we can make it better. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Now, is it going to be perfect? Probably not. You know, it's hard to get anything perfect. You can't get the reality is, you can't get anything perfect. I
2: mean, is a four-player, is a four-team system perfect right,
0: right now? Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, they're haters. Oh, okay. They're haters. Okay. Omar? I, 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 I have I remember when I covered University
2: of Miami back when they were a juggernaut.
1: What year was this?
2: 2000. I covered them from I'm 2000 to 2007. I'm you.
1: trying to get you to date yourself a little bit. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm
2: 45. <laughs> I had no shame. OK, uh, listen. Black um, on
1: crack. There you go, Omar. Talk yes.
2: Um, and I remember talking to coaches. The coaches built a structure for me of a 16 game playoff system. This is this is a sixteen game playoffs. Back, back then, they should've, wanted wow. they wanted it back then should've when they been, were the number one have program. Been
1: sixteen instead of twelve.
2: It'll probably evolve to that once the money is there. Once okay. once they figured out how to make all they got to do is figure out how to make money off it. And, and once they do that, they'll they'll be fine.
1: Mm. Okay. So and, um, I just yelled at Ed because he changed it to college um football while Serena is playing possibly her <laughs> last game. I said the audacity put it her back. when, when did she
0: come on? Match. When did she come
1: on? Is she's on now.
0: She's on now? Yes. Yeah. How's on. she doing?
1: Oh, she did, the game just started and Ed oh. changed the third the round. The doing?
0: match just started. I'm
1: sorry, the match just started can, and he can, put BYU on. Like I really care. Well well like, let's well <laughs> let's do
0: that. Hey, what's our what's our number here? Cause we should have some callers come in. I want to get y'all thoughts on Serena Williams and you know, I, I want you guys to give her flowers. Let's give her flowers to celebrate her. But also, and I hate doing this, right, because it should be all positive. And I know this is going to be a little, it's going to be an interesting conversation. But I would love to have this, get your perspective on her being the GOAT. And when I say GOAT, I mean the greatest Out. athlete of all time. We're Not the greatest... Hey, I just want to hear from a caller too. Is that okay? The caller line is 888
2: 623 3646 or 888 Mad Dog 6.
0: Let's do this. Let's see. I want to hear where where our callers rank Serena Williams as one of the greatest athletes of all time. You got Tom Brady, you got Michael Jordan, you know, you got LeBron James, you got Serena Williams, you got um, Bill Russell. Yeah, you got who's that? You got Tiger Woods. Um That's you know, you one. got some you got she's up there, so I would love to hear their well, perspective. I'm just
1: gonna say this for people who are not watching it or are about to turn it on. I grew up born and raised in New York City, and Arthur Ashe was not too far where I lived at one point. Shout out to Forest Hill, shout out to Queens, and I have never in my life seen that stadium look the way it does tonight. Really? I mean, it is packed from the actual arena, stadium, whatever you want to call it, and the outside gates of people who could not get it. It looks like... You know what it looks like? It looks like what the train... NBA finals. No, it looks like what the train stations looked like when the Yankees were in their heyday Uh. and everyone was going to watch them in the postseason. It looked like that. I mean, the train stations back when the Yankees were... The Yankees, the Mets, too, we're though. coming. We don't speak about the, the Mets. Mets. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't acknowledge the Mets around me. But back when the Yankees were running New York and we're back, we're, we're heading back in that direction. The train stations were so packed. The subways were so packed trying to get to Yankee Stadium. Arthur Ashe looks like that tonight is absolutely incredible. The impact that she has had on this game it's it's pandemonium it's something that you sometimes only see in movies and documentaries of some of the greatest i mean it whether she wins or she loses tonight i'm rooting for a win but whether she wins or she loses tonight i mean the scene at arthur Ashe stadium right now is absolutely incredible
0: and listen i'm that that was beautiful thank Thank you. you for that um go mets no, um, we don't do
1: that. Look, look,
0: I, I never I went to one Yankee game when I was playing for the Jets and it was phenomenal. It was it was a great experience. I'm, sure, okay? I'm
1: surprised you didn't to get there from New Jersey.
0: No, I was in Brooklyn. Oh. I lived in Brooklyn and I took the train. You've would been you. proud of me. I don't
1: blame you. New Jersey sucks. But go ahead. I t- <laughs>
0: and I took the train. But like so I don't know how, you know, the picture that you tried to paint as far as when the Yankees were in their prime and all of that other stuff. What I saw was that like NBA finals. Right. Where You know, you have the camera pan outside, and you know you have all these people just sitting out there, knowing that they're not going to go. That wasn't in New
1: York though, because unfortunately, we haven't been there for a while. So what? New York, the NBA Finals? No,
0: I'm just saying. Period. Like even like the you know when you're watching the game before the game comes on, I'm talking about what you described. I was
1: trying to relate it to like true New York sports. So I didn't mention um, the NBA is about New York. I yeah, didn't I know mention. God. Wait, Arthur, yeah, like... Arthur Ashes and in Queens. That was my correlation between the two. The only reason <laughs> I I related it to the Yankees was because it's not like I could have related it to, you know, any other sports team in New York. It's been a long time. I don't and I don't acknowledge Do you Jets believe in the Jets or the Giants? I don't, don't? acknowledge those teams. They play in New York. If you Jersey. had to pick
0: if you had to pick if you had to pick one,
1: like my life depends on it. Yes. I'm obviously going with the Jets. Yes! Yeah.
0: J-E-T-S. I would, Jets. I would literally yes. eat yes. a
1: bag of Brandon's <laughs> toenails before I put on a Giants jersey <laughs> and rooted for that team. Mm. It's that deep. But listen, guys, this is I am athlete tonight, Ashley Nikomas, Brandon Marshall, Omar Kelly, and back to college football. Um, we have a bunch of matchups that are, are set for this weekend. We have um Oregon at Georgia, we have Notre Dame at Ohio State, and Cincinnati at Arkansas. Omar, any of those stand out to you as something that you're you're looking forward to?
2: I, I would love to see how Georgia re- re- rebounds to losing 15 players who are drafted. I mean, are yeah. they are they the next powerhouse program where they reload like an Alabama does? So that's something that that I'm curious about, especially since they're playing a high level team like Oregon. Since when did all these college programs just begin the year playing high level teams like Notre Dame, number five, playing number two, Ohio State now? I will say this. I don't pay too much attention to the rankings in college football. That's like ranking NFL teams. Mm. Mm-hmm. And before you know they even play their first game of the season, you know, I'm sure you would put Dallas in the top five.
1: Always um, do. Uh, how about uh, them Cowboys? you uh, <laughs> oh, need to stop this.
2: Um but it, it, it makes no sense. You have to see how teams sort of put themselves together and see how they endure injuries. But yeah, it it but to see these big level, high-level teams, Oregon. Playing Alabama, Cincinnati, but playing Arkansas—those are some games that
0: do, that do interest me. Okay, mm. Brandon, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. He's,
1: he doesn't <laughs> care.
0: You no, know, it's just like I gotta be real. You know what I mean? I don't watch college football. I don't even watch UCF, the national champs back in the day, a couple years ago. I, I just don't watch college football. <laughs> How many I'm not years? a. I, you know, like dudes. If yes, we had dudes absolutely. on show, dudes knows everybody. Like mm-hmm. all these teams. All the players, and he does a phenomenal job calling live games. But like, man, college football is just not my thing. I, I, don't, I don't think. I don't you. think. I don't think I've ever since i since I left UCF in two thousand and six. I don't think I've ever woken up a, a, on a Saturday or saw a game on a Thursday, Friday, whenever they play during the week, and said, "Oh, I'm gonna sit down and Even watch." Even when game. they were having their undefeated run. No, UCF is different. But even that year, bro, even that year when, when UCF uh went on that run, I probably watched two games, full games, and one of them was live, was in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. That was one of them.
1: Well, okay. So are there any teams outside of UCF, Miami, or my alma mater, FAU? How about them owls? Owls up. Go ahead. Um that you guys these, are interested in. List,
0: our listeners are like. Ashley y'all stopped. never heard What's of, F-A-U? Y'all Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what come is, on. What is FAU? <laughs> Bert,
1: come on, everyone knows. Well, I mean, FAU had a moment.
0: Yeah, no, they did. never had a moment. Yes, we did. No, they didn't win. Yes, we they had did. one player. The Ty Hill was a Ty Hilton
1: when yes, Alfred he, no when, no
0: that's F I U. When oh.
1: Alfred Morris was at F A U, we had a moment. The when, running
0: back, yes.
1: yes, we had a moment. <laughs> no, and they, then when, Howard when Schnellenberger, when, yeah, yes, and then when what's his face came and coaches for a couple of seasons, we had a moment. What's his name? I'm drawing You don't a even know his
2: name. name. Um, so he, he, he coaches uh, Ole Miss. Um, yes. Lane Lane Lane, Lane. Kiffin. Lane, yeah, Lane yeah, Kiffin. Yeah, we
1: had a moment. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but Lane Kiffin had a time in Boca. I will tell you that much. Okay? Ooh, you got you got a
0: time in Boca. <laughs> Hold on, what does that mean?
1: I'm just, he enjoyed... He, he, he liked that Boca he community. He enjoyed the Boca environment immensely. (laughs) All right. We'll leave it there. Defamation of character is real, folks.
0: You want an inside look at the NFL with two future Hall of Famers? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray returns for the 2022 season. What a blessing it's been to be a part of football history. Tom's experience always shows up in big games. That means in-depth football talk and the best guests in the podcast world. Come see me, and now you really Hall of Fame. Come see Uncle Snoop in the studio. Hear the best of Let's Go, dropping Mondays on your podcast feed up until the Season premiere on September 5th. Download and subscribe right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcast. I am Athlete Tonight presents Countdown to Kickoff.
1: Much love to Titans Radio Network for that soundbite of Dontrell Hillard's touchdown run and also the soundbite of Brian. We are doing our countdown to kickoff segment. We're talking about the Tennessee Titans. Um Listen, the Tennessee Titans, they they lost tailback Derrick Henry to a Jones fracture in his right foot in week eight, but the Titans never lost a oh, beat. I- like, they fit. <laughs> no. You scared
0: me. i like, right now. What no, happened not I mean? right
1: now. <laughs> Finishing with a 12 and five record, Henry returned for the playoffs, but the Titans ended up losing to the Bengals in the second round. What are you expecting from this team with a, a healthy Derek Henry? That not only healthy, you know, in the regular season, but the entire regular season, and hopefully, if they make it into the playoffs,
0: all right. The division. Who's in the division? You got the Colts, the Nobody. Jaguars, Shady. <laughs> Jacksonville, Houston. I said, I said he's and shady, Houston, right? <laughs> okay, so they'll Jacksonville Colts. Colts will be tough. This only they'll, one team. They'll, they'll prop. Listen, the Colts are going to be tough, but they're the favorites to win the division. When you go into the football season, that's the first. That's the first objective, right? That's what we're talking about. Let's win a division because if you know, if you win a division, you're getting into the playoffs. You get into the playoffs, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. And this team, right, if healthy, has an opportunity. To be a a, a real contender Colts to be a quarterback
1: Super Bowl. is Matt now, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. That's why they got a real chance. I'm telling you, they got a real chance too, the Colts. It's
2: like <laughs> Matt Ryan, Ryan, Tannehill. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
0: on, But but listen though. Let, but that, listen. let
1: that dolphins hurt go, Omar. No, it's over.
2: That, they can run the ball. That's a waste of right? seven years of my life.
0: It. They can run the ball and they can play defense and they have an extremely yes. extremely talented coach. He's smart. He knows how to push the guys. You go back to remember what he had, he talked about, oh yeah, we didn't, we I didn't send my guys to stump on the Ravens. Was it the Ravens to stump on the uh the logo in the middle? He did that because that team wasn't playing well and it was all down and he had to do something to spice it up. And that was the moment where it changed the the, the course of that that season. And I'm saying that, saying that because that coach is special. My great Variable. Yeah, he yeah. is special.
1: Reigning NFL but coach of the year.
0: All of it is, though. You know how I – mean, I hate to say it because I'm, I like Ryan T- Tannehill. I think he's a nice guy. I know you do. And I know I, you and, do. And I think – well, you know, they traded me uh, Miami because they was like, we bought the – You to- draft a dress- young
2: quarterback and you'll you'll abuse him.
0: Right, correct. So they was like, we're going to send you to Chicago back with Jay Cutler. But anyways, look, uh, for them to get it done, they're going to have to go with Mike Willis. Malik Willis, excuse me, this young quarterback, Right. And 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 Omar, you know, remember when they drafted him? Right there was that soundbite that came out. He's like, "Hey, we're competing." What can you do? You have that now? Yeah, yeah. Can he, you read that?
2: He said, "We're competing against each other. We're watching the same tape. We're doing the same drills." This is Ryan Tannehill. I don't think it's my job to mentor him, Ew. but if he learns from me along the way, then that's great. Um, I have no problems with Malik. I'm just not basically going to teach him. <laughs> um. listen and I'm not surprised that Ryan Tannehill said that because I covered Ryan Tannehill for seven years and I think he's a decent human being and he's a decent quarterback Um, and I'm proud of what he's accomplished in Tennessee I'm proud of what he's accomplished in, I'm proud of what he's accomplished in, in, in Tennessee mm. he won that division I mean he won the number one seed in the AFC by himself, because they didn't have Derrick Henry.
0: That's so you right. can't even you can't and, even say and, and the receivers was banged up. Yes. Right? Cause you had Julio Jones was on one hamstring and he was in and out, and you had AJ Brown banged up. Yeah. So
2: you can't take anything away from him. However, I'm going to say this. He has never earned anything. He's always been given most things, except for when he eventually got handed a job wow. over over Marcus Mariota. And now this is the first opportunity he's gonna have to earn and keep a quarterback position
0: well that's why i wanted you to read that because you know in that moment he showed he was very vulnerable yes he was he was very vulnerable and and it it was like that was no he was selfish i don't know if he was vulnerable it's vulnerable like come on as a competitor if you draft a guy you know what guess what i'm gonna kick your ass I'm going to teach you everything I know and I'm going to kick your ass. And also there's like this, these like these unwritten rules and, and it's, and it, if you really think about it, it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, he's right. Like there's, it's a $16 billion industry. You know, quarterbacks are getting paid $50 million a year. Yes. You're drafting a guy. You want me to give him everything I know to potentially take what I'm earning? That's to I'm be a earning? good teammate. Right. That's to be a but good so teammate. So it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but there are there is an unwritten rule, and it's not even in at the coach's level or ownership. It's in the locker room Absolutely. where it's like, yo, these young guys, I got to give back. I got to pour into them because it's still a fraternity, right? So in this moment, when he when he came out and said that he caught a lot of flack he
2: did and he deserved it you, see
0: but uh, and, uh, but he that's, deserves, uh, that's debatable it,
2: it, and, but, and, and
1: but going but before we move on to the next point or make your counterpoint we look at somebody like Aaron Rodgers, right, mm-hmm. who's not, you know, embracing he said the same thing. who's not embracing his wide receivers the way that he did with Jordy Nelson, with that he did with Randall Cobb, that he did with those and, He didn't and we, embrace Jordan Love. And and we chastised him. We chastised him when he didn't embrace Jordan Love. We chastised Brett chastised Brett Favre when, when he didn't, didn't embrace, embrace Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So why is it that when Tannehill does it there's an excuse for it like oh it's really not his job but it's always been the next quarterback's job to embrace the quarterback that comes after him
0: it's that's the most fragile position yes and the most (laughs) fragile mind Mm -hmm. in sports Mm -hmm. right because you got to think about it like I I don't I don't know why but these quarterbacks you got to you got to walk on eggshells absolutely you you should know more than most (laughs) Yeah, listen, I had 17 of
1: them uh, (laughs) that's nuts (laughs) but Stat, I, I've never way. I've <laughs> never I've
2: never understood why teams, teams playing on bad teams. I have never understood why teams always feel like they can never have a quarterback compete. Why can't quarterbacks compete for a job? Why can't they actually just actually yeah. go out there and compete for a job and may yeah. the best man win?
0: Yeah, because it's like it, that's the guy you understand. Like and, and, and it's like and there's so much on a quarterback. That's why they get paid the most money. Right. Like they do a lot. And it's just like that guy has to be – they have so much going through the head. You got 30 seconds, right? You got to get the play in. You got to get the guys lined up, right? You got to read the defense, right? You got to manipulate the defense, right? You got to feel what's going on in the pocket. You got to feel what's going on in the secondary, with the pass et cetera, et cetera. You got to make the right read. Oh, fuck, the, the first one's not there. Let me go to the second. The second one's not that third. Right. Or you get back to the line. You got to set you got to set the protection. I didn't even talk about that. Right. Oh, they're giving us a three high. Look, let me get to play number two. Let me get us to the best play that can win. Like there's so much there. And so, you know, these guys, man, you know, it's like that is the guy. It's not even I always say, like, they're not even like uh, real t- uh, teammates in, in, a, in a sense, man. They're like coaches. I'm telling it's different. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, it's hard to explain. Uh, why their mindset is the way it is, but when they walk in the building, it's like, oh, that's the Q- that's QB one. It's special privileges. Have that feeling with Chad Haney, no, uh. because like, mm. and then there's and then there's guys like that. There's a lot, okay? of guys but then there's like guys, that. but then there's guys like that, and it's like they don't get those privileges. But when you have when you are, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah, you're right. I I can give them that love. Well, listen, let's <laughs> let's let's
1: dive into the quarterback a little bit because Ryan Tannehill, as we're discussing, remains Tennessee's starting quarterback. But the Titans also drafted Liberty quarterback Malik Willis right. in the third what? round. And the, and the rookie quarterback had an impressive exhibition season. So showcasing both his athleticism and his ability to make things happen um scrambling out of the pocket. So knowing what we've seen from him and the relationship or at least the um, perceived relationship between the two quarterbacks, is there any possibility that we see him get some playing time in lieu of Ryan Tannehill this season? I, I think
2: game eight is my cutoff point for how long Ryan Tannehill is the starting quarterback wow. for, for the Tennessee Titans. If they're not as hot as, if they're not like yeah, the front runners sucks. in in that division, they're going to pull the plug and they're going to go with the young kid.
0: Listen, um, you know, Coach Vrabel is a football guy. Right. And and, and, that's, and that's really good term. for this team. And the reason why and the reason why that's important is because in these first eight weeks that you're talking about, if they don't start hot, you know, everybody and a mama going to be saying, put in that young boy, Malik Willis, that showed us what he had in those three preseason games like it was phenomenal if you guys haven't watched Malik Willi- Willis yet yeah. you need to go on YouTube and watch this guy Let's do This dude is next level and he's going to be a star in the NFL soon okay now let me get back to coach Vrabel right because coach Vrabel is going to he could potentially be in the situation in these first eight weeks that you're talking about and, and the fans are going to be crazy ownership is going to be saying put the young boy in but the situ- but the problem may not be Ryan Tannehill. The problem could be the receivers go down again. The problem could be that, like, two years ago, the defense went from a really good defense to a fucking 32-ranked defense in the National Football League. And he's going to do what? He's going to stand packed. He's going to ride the ship. He's going to make sure that the guys stay focused. Now, if Ryan Tannehill isn't playing good, you talk about eight weeks? Brother, It could be three weeks.
1: Well, Omar, before you make your point, let's talk about, you know, the wide receivers. The Titans traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles um, during the draft and selected his replacement. Former Arkansas standout Traylon Burks in the first round to serve as his replacement. As I mentioned, Um, Tennessee also landed Robert Woods from the L.A. Rams via a trade. So. With that, we always talk about the relationship between a quarterback and a wide receiver, how difficult it is to recreate that telepathy, to do it so quickly, yep. that chemistry. Mm-hmm. How do you think, how do you see the situation playing out?
2: I think they set Ryan Tannehill up for failure.
1: Okay.
2: I do. I, you have chemistry, a bond with A.J. Brown, and then you trade the guy that I have a bond with um, and then give me a rookie, an unproven rookie? Like, come on. And you talking about you want me to succeed? I I took a team to the AFC championship game without my star running back. And now you're saying, okay, do it again without my number one receiver? You set me up for
0: failure. Hey, let me show you something, Ashley. Look, I'm going into my Instagram account. Mm -hmm. Okay, boom. Just follow me here. It's Russell Wilson DMing you. No, he's not DMing. He's like, all right, look, this is my save. Look, look, I go into saved, right? Mm -hmm. Boom. What do I have here? What does this say? This one little file. What does that say?
1: I can't see Move your thumb.
0: Oh, my goodness. It says sleepers. Sleepers. Now, I'm going to open it up. Who's this guy?
1: He has a picture of Kyle Phillips.
0: Oh, my goodness. He is a sleeper wide receiver. Y'all want to talk about wide receivers. Omar Kelly, I'm telling you right now, this kid is a freaking stud muffin. A stud muffin. This kid, Kyle Phillips, because you're talking about, oh, he doesn't have him. Okay. Oh, brother. Rookie? Brother. Yeah. Kyle Phillips, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm putting, he's, I'm putting the league on notice. Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis have them a guy. And then you got the young guy. You you know you also talked about uh, Woods, who's a veteran, and he's bouncing back. And he's going to have a, a, a good year. I don't know if he's going to have a great year. It's a new uh, system. And also, let's see how... He's going to bounce back from just the end-round
2: receiver from UCLA? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Omar Kelly. Yes, sir. Omar Kelly. When I tell you he's nice, he is. he's he's special. No. Just watch the highlights. Watch the film. Just everybody out there. Okay, Ashley. I'm listening. Kyle Phillips. Sleeper. All right. Sleeper. Okay. So you talk about that position. No, they good. I'm telling you, they're good. Fellas,
1: Final thoughts on this Tennessee Titans team. How oh, far can they Serena. actually go? I thought
0: you were going to ask about Serena.
1: No, we're, we'll dive um, into Serena a little bit after this. How how far Super can... Bowl? Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. If things go right, they just they just um
2: lost Harold Landry. I don't know uh, how long he's going to be sidelined. If um, so that that's a huge hit to the defense. That was one of the big free agents that um, and big um r- uh, free agents that they resigned. Um, but Grable has defense. Grable is a coach of defense. Grable, Mike
0: Grable. Okay, oh, like saying Grable. Grable. <laughs> I, I don't know You're how Grable. 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 <laughs> well, listen, While
1: while we dive while we dissect that, before I move on to to the break and, and dive into that, no, I oh. I actually one of these one of these factor cap. That's a segment that we do. You know where we give. Um, two things, and we figure out whether that sentence is fact or it's cap. The last one is standing out to me, so I'm gonna shift gears a little bit. Brandon Marshall will smoke to during their foot race. Is that (laughs) fact or cap? Omar Kelly,
2: listen, he had me doing two workouts today, so I'm gonna have to go with
0: fact. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hey, I got on the scale today. That that thing said 253. I played at 230, 230, 235 was my range. I gotta drop. I'm gonna drop 15 to 20 over six weeks. He had these people call me like seven in the morning. I'm laying in bed, and these dudes call me and they're like, "Hey, um, uh, when when, when you want to set up the race for Tio?" I'm like, First of off, who the hell are you? And Tio? Why is T.O. giving you my number? He just said you talking, and he ready. Y'all said six weeks, and he's ready to set the day. I, <laughs> wow! Hanged, I hung up on him. So that's how my day started, and I guess it's how my day's ending. I got to drop 15 to 20 and T.O has no chance. I'm telling y'all. If we were in the prime of our career, he would smoke me. T.O is that guy. He's like that. But right now, okay, T.O 68. Okay? <laughs> is he 68 or 67? He's fifty like two. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. No way. And then in the last year, this is this is what people don't understand. And I've been maintaining since I haven't played ball going on three years, I think it is. Yeah. Right. When when I was done, okay, I was still hitting 20 miles per hour out there with the GPS. I'm 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 him now. I'm still powerful. So I like me. I just He's gotta 48. activate. He's forty eight. Same thing. I am athlete tonight. is part of the series XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series XM Channel 82. Go to seriousxm.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts.